Welcome to Unchained Domania. No, it's uh, PlayStation Unchained. That's the one. 161. I am your host, Neil Bolt, back once again in the Renegade Master's Chair. And I am joined, as ever, by the man who knows nothing about wrestling. It is Ben Shillaber Hall. How you doing, Ben? See, I'm doing fine. See. <laughs> yes, there you go. Another obnoxious in-joke for people who haven't listened to everything. <laughs> Listen to care. all our products. They're free. And then get, get all our terrible jokes. <laughs> How are you, Ben, since we uh, last spoke on Thursday? Well, I found out during the wrestling that it was now sponsored by Fantasy Fourteen Stormblood. Which Just is weird. At the time I start talking about wrestling. And yeah, not only I mean, that, but the, the only one of the only trailers that they've made with my name well, with the website that I write for attached to yeah, my review being the one You, you mean the website that uh, it, this podcast comes from? Yeah, PlayStationUniverse.com <laughs> PSU um, it's, Like, comment, subscribe or, Like, comment, yeah. subscribe, punch me in the face I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um the the only review and then they used the trailer with my quotes on it. So obviously, yeah. there's some sort of connection between our wrestling podcast and yeah, WWE it, it was now. the most bizarre thing after doing <laughs> a predictions podcast on Thursday and then watching Takeover last night. And yeah, in the pre-show, I'd seen an advert for Stormblood, and I was like, oh, oh, I'll have to tell Ben that that'd be amusing. To him that they've started advertising Final Fantasy just as he starts getting introduced to wrestling <laughs> and then uh, yeah in the main show they actually had that trailer with your score in it I was like oh okay <laughs> so, this is a uh, someone there is a fan of PSU I'm guessing it's not Xavier Woods but um, it's interestingly coincidence <laughs> that especially considering you know I know they've got the free trial but you know the uh, thing doesn't come out till june does it the uh, expansion yeah june 20th mad anyway you're not the only one here we, we shouldn't just revel in your glory uh mr two out of five um who else we got we've got a man who has been on the brink of disaster in terms of illness this week but he's come through it who's ready for wrestlemania it's alfonso boxhill how you doing alfonso hey guys well you just said Almost to the brink of illness, but I came back feeling better because today is WrestleMania, which I want to say the WrestleMania podcast on Thursday was hysterically funny. Good job, Gary, for hosting, and all the predictions just made me laugh from beginning to end. And as far as Gary calling me Fonz, I have no problem with you calling me that or anything else you decide to call me, as long as y'all don't say... You know who Alfonso looks like? He looks like that celebrity Nick Cannon. I do not look like Nick Cannon. I don't know why people keep saying I look like Nick Cannon. I do not look like Nick Cannon. But if y'all don't say that, then y'all can call me whatever y'all want. So, You're right. That, that's less of a problem for us because <laughs> Nick Cannon's not really a big thing over here. So we, we promise we won't say that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're good. It's good that we've got you here in in some health at least and. Uh, Ready to talk games more than wrestling, as we've done the wrestling, but we're still talking about wrestling. Um, and of course, rounding us off because Mike is probably at WrestleMania doing the pre-show in his gym wear. Um, it's the Armenian Argonaut. 
there's, a, there's a mental image. Um, yes, the, anyway, the Armenian Argonaut, the, the Rusev of Games Media, is Gary Bagdasarov. How you doing, Gary? I like this, the Rusev of Game Media. <laughs> Gary Crush! <laughs> uh, I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Yeah, can't complain. It's like that. It's uh, watching takeover in segments was fun. It's like watching a bit last night, watching a bit this morning, having to turn off in the Asuka fight because my daughter was screaming her head off because it wasn't Peppa Pig. So it was uh, a <laughs> naturally always fun. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's gonna be fun for whatever I got left over of Mania in the morning. It's like because she won't want to watch it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's like wait for her to go to bed and then make sure she can get up for three hours. It'll be fine. So, um, just tell us like it's some sort of special Peppa Pig. She's too young and too <laughs> too savvy in a way to fall for any of that. It's like we were playing different music videos the other day and she likes a song about a duck and every time it wasn't the song she wanted, she was like, Duck, duck <laughs> like, like just storming off in a half. That's how I am nowadays. I just complain until I get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> How's that working out for you, Gary? It's not very good, especially at work. <laughs> it doesn't work out very well at work. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Um, yes, yeah, so we're here to talk about video games. That's uh, what we usually do on the show anyway. Um, in between the talk about God knows what, mic stripping and uh, wrestling. Strange how the connections are there. Um, so it's not much to talk about this week because, you know, we've done a lot of talking anyway and... Uh, We'll probably keep it to the normal stuff, but a big game, of course, came out this week. Um, I might have gently hinted coming about coming out three. Sorry, I keep forgetting. It's hard when you've been playing it for weeks. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like is this game not out. We get it, aren't you? You just rubbing it in. Well, to be fair, a lot of people have received their copies already, so that's true. That's true. Uh, By yes, the power uh, of magical post. And yes, living in the Middle East also helps, it seems, as well, because they, they get everything banned or unbanned so nice and early. But uh, yeah, Persona 5 is a coming, and reviews went out this week. And you may have noticed I've subtly been hinting that I might be playing that in recent weeks by uh, denying it. And yeah, I gave it my first ever 10 for PSU, which I have done 174. Four reviews, and yeah, that's the only 10 out of 10 I've given. And I've reviewed an XCOM game, and that, that's saying something, and a Pez. So, um, and I, I definitely won't get my dream of a Metal Gear Solid game that gets a 10, because, you know. Hey, Metal Gear Survive can surprise everybody. Yes, it can. <laughs> there, there are levels it could sink to that we didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, it's going to surprise us with the first 0 out of 10 score. Yeah, it, it might be a 10, <laughs> but it might be a negative 10. yeah in fairness it's gonna still be using the same engine as phantom pain and all that the mechanics so it can't be awful it's just um, just zero on the game since its announcement so i don't even think they want to talk about it (laughs) even konami knows the mistake they're making and they're still gonna make it yeah but then we didn't know they were making a bomberman game until like a month before it came out so it's uh it's just the konami way i think at the minute, they're too busy being Hell, sued. I wouldn't be surprised if Konami knew that they were releasing a bomber game, Bomberman game until they then just, <laughs> just found someone and been working on it for the last few months. And it's, oh, shit, we better sell this. 
Yeah, I'm probably in the minority that still likes Konami just because Pez, to be honest. And so, as we discussed last week, I play a lot of Pez. So it's uh, as long as they keep that going, I'm happy. Though, of course, Diego Maradona might change that by suing them at the minute for using his likeness. So it's, uh, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. But, though in the case of that, um, it was a, a user-made thing, so... I don't think he's got much of a case. It's pretty much another Lindsay Lohan thing with GTA, except, you know, the guy is Maradona in this case. Um, yeah, so Persona, we were talking about that <laughs> before we start going off on one about Konami. Um, I suppose what we'll start with is if anyone's got questions about the game and I can answer them, as we did this with uh, Horizon a few weeks ago with Kyle. So obviously not going to go into spoiler territory, Um I will be as vague as possible in that regard if anything comes up. But, um, yeah, um, who would like to ask a question? Don't all get to the front at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been I trying... Okay. Oh, if you want to go, go ahead, Ben. Uh, I don't really have many questions off the top of my head, so if you want to fire away, Gary, you might already have them. Okay, well, my question... There's one character that's appeared in every Persona game. Every single one of them. Does he return in this one? Uh, now, what character would that be? I wonder. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the... tell you? Do you know what I'm talking about? If you're talking about a certain mysterious person, that uh, yes, with who hands all the personas. Yes, the yes, he is indeed back. Awesome. I can't say that much. It's a. Uh, <laughs> An interesting twist on that character, I must say that you know that it's the same guy essentially to a degree, but you know they there are things different. But uh, that's all I'll say on that one. Um, <laughs> that's as unspoilery as I can be on it. Um, yeah, that's why I didn't say his name because I didn't want it to get yeah. spoiled. <laughs> yes. Um, um, how how in depth is the persona mixing this time, like compared to four? Okay, so. You've got it's all based around executions this time. So literally, like you, you execute, kill the personas to make new personas and stuff. So for fusions, you don't woo them this time. Oh, you can do that too. That's but that's outside the Velvet Room stuff. That's um, okay. So I'll get to that in a second. But um, in the Velvet Room, when you're fusing personas or powering up personas, and there's several ways of doing it. Um, the normal way that you get to fuse the personas is the guillotine, where basically you pick one persona to go with another one to make a new one, obviously, like you used to. And you go for a little cutscene of them both being put in bags and led under the guillotine, and it kills them both to fuse a new mask and a new persona. And same as before, you know, you'll get certain stat buffs for and leveling up for being high in a certain confidence rank. No different in that regard. There's other stuff that goes on later that they keep adding, like um, electric chair, which straight off kills a persona to sacrifice them to be a a card that you can then use as a skill for one of your own other personas. So you know, if you kill a certain one, you can get a, a juicy skill if you're lucky. Um, you can get, you can trade random ones with other people. There's, there's more of an online presence uh, this time around, which we'll probably talk about. And, yeah, it's 
generally just like a, a more fleshed out version of that um beyond that i won't go far beyond that because it is nice to sort of find out how it works and it is very gradually done as you go along through the game but, uh, now, yeah yeah go for unlike it. i guess well in say three you never played three right no no okay so in three you can still have the multiple personas and stuff but you can still get through the game with the original personas that the characters come with. Hmm. Are you still able to do that in this one, or is it pretty much a requirement to get new personas in order to make things easier for you? Uh, no, because you can... Any other personas you get over time, if you've saved them up you know, for a while, you will be able to just sacrifice them to power up Arson, who is your first and main persona that you first get. I mean, you can get rid of him if you want, but if you really want to power him up and make him better, you can do that too without having to change him in any way you know, physically. Yeah, so I take four, you know, each character comes with their persona in four. Yeah, uh, yeah everyone but, else has their own as normal, but it's like, like they don't change. And yeah, if but you in, want to. In four, I found it a lot harder to get through the game if you just stuck with those characters' personas. Yeah. Is what, but, I'm, is what I'm asking. Like, can you do that in five, or does it kind of force you to have to get new ones and mix no, mix no, it up? It, it's nice to mix them in only because you can get abilities off them to give to your first persona. So if you want to keep that first one and not change it, yeah, it's tricky. If you want to keep it him the same, it'll get more powerful, obviously, and they'll earn some new moves. But, yeah, not always good for every situation if you're teammates don't have skills that balance it out you know so but again they learn stuff by the by you know as time goes on but they're very much set in stone still like persona 4 that you can't really change anything there but I don't know, it, it's fun doing chopping and changing and finding the abilities for new personas but you could you could quite possibly do it without it it'd just be a lot tougher i think I watched um, PlayStation Access's video on Persona. I'd recommend anyone doing it because there wasn't really any story spoilers mm. at all. They literally, she literally had a little save after the first part of the dungeon. So that way, all the cartoons were already over and done with. So it was literally showing off the battle system and some of the other stuff. Um, showing off one of the dungeons, of course, which I guess is a bit of a spoiler, but at the same time, if you want well, to see any sort of gameplay, you kind of... Yeah, I mean, the first dungeon bit comes up very quickly. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot quicker to get to the point than uh, Persona 4 was. Yeah. Right, it, it did give you a lot of, like, which odd that I saw a couple of complaints about how slow it starts. And I was like, well, it's quicker than Persona 4, which uh, took a while to get into the whole dungeon fight. So, I mean, this pretty much kicks off with, you know, something like that. And then yeah. you get a brief amount of time of, oh, here you are, this new boy in a new place, blah, 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 and then get frustrated into some weird nonsense. And, uh, yeah, before you know it, you're in a, another dungeon palace-type place. So while we're talking about dungeons, what did you think of them? Because they're not randomly generated now, are they? They're... No, no, they are very much constructed, but they are more varied as a result. They get bigger and more complex the further you go in the game, for, depending on the people that make them. I mean, this time, they are all born from people's twisted desires, if you will. And so if someone has a really distorted idea of their place in the world, like um, you know, the first palace is basically the guy thinks he's 
the ruler of a place. You know, he thinks he owns everyone that goes to the same place as him, and that's it. And so it, it naturally takes the form of that, and thematically it stays like that. You know, it, he, everything is dressed like he would imagine it, and each one goes like that, and it's kind of cool. And it's so, so, so much my very... Persona world would literally just be constant advertisements of Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> 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 But yeah, it's um, I mean, honest to God, later in the game, there's just stuff that made me laugh. Just because the minute you saw what the persona, the um, palaces were, you were like, oh man, this is grand. You can see, and some of them are like clearly uh, slight homages to you know general culture stuff, pop culture, and it's uh, yeah, it's really cool. They're all varied. They're all very different, and the getting around them isn't as boring and samey as uh, Persona 4's dungeons were, where it's literally just, oh, go around in a circle and go up, go around in a circle, go up. It's like, you go up, down, left, right, in and out, you know. Um, and Kyle said it today, there's a slight Metroidvania-esque-ness to it in places, you know, not majorly, but in the sense that you have to go back around to this place, go find that thing to go, so you can come back and get for an area you couldn't get before. And it's like, So yeah, whereas like the first palace slash dungeon is fairly routine with a, a bit of extra spice on it. They just get uh, more complicated, longer, take up bigger time. You can't always do dungeons in one run, like with Persona 4, where you would just run through and, oh, I'm going to do a dungeon today. That's it, done. Like that. It's like you know, the SP stuff is very limited to find, and you get restrooms and save rooms to sort of, you know, check your health and stuff and save your game so you can save where you are in the dungeon but later ones you do have to take two three visits to there in the time frame so it's managing that time and every one of them has a deadline whereas before it was in persona four it was you know someone's going to get murdered or something so you have to be quick and get in there by this time before it rains i think it was wasn't it and this time every dungeon has a different like uh ultimate event that will happen if you don't get it done in time and it's like which is nice and they feel more organic and more real like this and yeah it gives some good incentives to actually go and do it so yeah any other questions so so with that you know that i hate hate everything that's timed (laughs) how much is this going to affect my enjoyment of the game i think it's a really good balance between you know putting you under a bit of pressure to say hey you know if you don't get this done by this time you know you could be in trouble but still giving you a good window to actually plan it out and have a little leeway you know for messing about and going oh oh crap maybe i should get on with this it's like i've done some dungeons i've had like weeks to do it and like yeah i'll mess around and build my skills up and make stuff for that gives me sp to take with me so it's easier to do and then i've done them in a couple of runs over two days no problem it's like that and then others i've done well in advance and had like a week or so to spare when nothing's happening that i can just get back on with my daily life while you wait for the result of what happens in the dungeon now i don't want to say too much of this because it might be spoiler for some people but what do you think of the new persona gathering system Yes. Now, I I've again, seen it, and it it looks amazing. 
Yeah, it's um, apparently a callback from Persona 3, if I'm correct, right. that uh, you can negotiate with Personas, if you will. And it's... Uh, That's not. all the way from the first game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's all the way from the first game, which yeah. Yeah, wasn't quite there with 4, though, was it? So it's... No. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fun. And the conversations you have with them is... <laughs> it's, it's amusing. To say too much about it would indeed ruin it, even if you know about it, because... Yeah, the little yeah. video I saw, which is a bit spoilerish, but the character asked, yeah, asked, got up to him, asked him something, and he's like, what? And then he gave him some options, and one of them was like, I like girls. And I think he responded with that, and then the, the persona just got angry. So, <laughs> yeah, and they're fighting me, you're thinking about girls? Yeah, <laughs> like, they all got different, like, mindsets and that. So, yeah. so some of them will respond to being insulted some will yeah. like being pandered to and like that it's and some prefer a bit of indifference and it's just it's funny like that and yeah. if you've already had a persona before uh, not persona uh enemy before where you've got a persona of them and you're getting a new one because you've used that one like that you can choose to when they ask about having another conversation. You can just basically say, "No, nah, no, I ain't got time to talk to you anymore. Just, just get, <laughs> just give, come here. That's it." No, like, oh, all right. Then it's like, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun system, and it didn't really get old. I have to say, it's just there's great little moments like that, especially that little existential crisis that yeah. these demons have. Uh, but yeah, I must be. I'm going to enjoy that. And the, I know this sounds weird, but the. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna really enjoy the end battle scene. You know when you get XP and stuff. I thought that was amazing. Oh. Just the little, the fact Again, that they put that little bit of effort into it. It's mad that that doesn't get old, yeah. and that music just stays in your head. You know how victory music in some RPGs is just iconic. And in this, it's just that it's daft the music to persona in a way because you think. It really shouldn't suit an RPG because it's very jazzy, yeah. You know, and it, but it is at the same time very Japanese and in a sense it, and I love it. It's just everything. The music for all sorts of things is brilliant. The day-to-day music, which I think it's called "Behind the Mask," there's like several variants of it, and it's just oh, a lovely tune. And again, one of those things I can't get out of my head. But the battle victory music and that scene, yeah, just grand. Like my son was in stitches because every time everything about gone. the game looks just so fluid and yeah. pretty. Uh, yeah, when they were looking through the weapon screen and the the, the actual main menu, it was just yeah, yeah. what it, so much more effort. Even the phone, I want that as an app, as they said on PlayStation Access. Definitely, yeah, same. It's I would love that <laughs> as an, app, an actual app for my when I receive a text message. I'd send myself text messages. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just. You can so, do that. No, but I meant the, the design of it. Yeah. Oh. It's so ridiculously stylish. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It's so much going on, but it never really goes to your, you know, it never gets headache inducing, which could easily happen with a screen so busy. Just, there's so many little details, stuff moving here and there and other. You don't always notice it. There's stuff I'd been playing for like 50, 60 hours, and I was like, oh, I never noticed that happen before, like that, and it's just like, like the crumple, like the way some menus crumple up into balls of paper and stuff. It's just like cool and uh, little. Ah, oh, just it's so consistent in its style as well. It bleeds all the way through to the you know the music, the way they move, and just 
uh, and it, yeah, even the battle menus and stuff. It just like rather than you know bland rectangles with in the, your options in it. It's just like these this comic book style wheel of stuff happening, and you're like, ah, oh, it's just grand. Everything just looks lovely. It just for and you know underneath the engine's pretty ordinary, and you notice that most of the uh, stuff when you're walking around Tokyo and so is uh, very anime inspired in terms of the drawing, but obviously it looks a bit low res and a bit mm, like that, but because there's so much incidental stuff going on, it just, it gives it life, a life, you know, it's, it's wonderful in that regard. Like even the noises get you know, visible, you know, style. It's onto like, you'll see the funk of the train when you're on the trains in the morning, like that coming up in words. And like stuff yeah, and it's like little random conversations that are happening around you, like gossip and stuff, and they come up in little bubbles that you can barely read. And it, it's very good at simulating that, where you, you're in a place where lots of people are talking around you and you're just hearing snippets of conversations. And it's like it's a really effective way of getting that across without you know having a lots of dialogue you know, being recorded and stuff. I mean, as it is, the voice acting's there and it isn't there, depending on what you're doing, and it's fine. Uh, when it is there, it, it's nice, but that was still... the thing again. yeah, I quite like. It. I can't have a complaint really. Everyone's quite nice. It's very, you know, anime dub sort of style in a lot of ways. But you, the protagonist is voiced in some parts, but not generally. So it's odd because normally they're very silent. But it's like, yeah, it's just. It's not enough to be too bothersome, but it's kind of odd. But yeah, everyone's cool. But those that are are big fan that who don't like dubs, the Japanese audio pack will be free on launch. Yes, that's right. So, which I'm sure will be good too. It's uh, for me. It was I had no complaint. I never felt irritated by a character anyway, and that's that's again just down to the writing of it in general. Everyone just felt you wanted to hang out with them. You know, and you wanted to despise the people that were supposed to be despised, not because of how they sound, but literally because the more you learn about them, the more you think, yeah, now I know why we're after you, because you're a detestable human being. It's like everyone seems like whenever you have a target, at first it's always like, you know, rumors and hearsay about what they might be like as a person that there's the reason for you going after them and then, then you learn just how nasty and horrible they are as people and how, and it's good writing in that regard it means you get i mean even the first dungeon like that i was straight away thinking is any enemy going to be better than this because this guy this guy is an absolute prick and nothing would be better than taking him down it's like that and you just get a succession of people like that going on it's just very much that whole youth against the adult world and seeing all these selfish, horrible things that adults do to belittle the youth of the nation. And it's very timely, a lot of what's going on in Persona 5, it, considering the way of the world at the minute. And it's uh, it deals with it in a very subtle manner, I think. It could have been very heavy-handed and bludgeoning like oh look this is like donald trump and it's not it's done in its own quite refined way very you know when you consider most anime style stuff is 
quite overblown or very grim grim serious it's like it, it strikes a nice balance between it's like there's light-hearted stuff and there's serious stuff that matters and you actually care about the characters so yeah i know that's a long way of saying yeah the voices are fine but yeah it all ties in <laughs> so is, are there if you know are there multiple endings in this one apparently so I've only seen one, uh, no. but uh, yeah, I've, <laughs> yeah, after having to uh, finish it within a certain time, like, it was like, I didn't really want to go back and do any more just yet, so I was like, I'll have a break. Do you know what contributes to getting those different endings? Um, I think there's certain decisions that come up, like certain conversation points, but you can kind of, because of the way the game is structured, you can kind of see where you're going to be going, you know, with certain regards to the story and that and the main theme of the story is basically avoiding your fate if you will and that's not determined what your fate is throughout the game but it's always hinted at that or if you don't if you don't shape up you're gonna meet with a bad time and it's like what what what's gonna happen it's like it's like that that is your motivation for the whole time thing you don't find out why or the how for a long time and even then it's like they throw you off nicely. So, does the game actually have like a main protagonist? Because the way you're making it sound and how what I've seen is it's you against these evil people, like you mentioned, the big corporations and uh, you know holding back the youth uh, and all that. Like, is there like a main protagonist? Antagonist the, or protagonist? Sorry. Or antagonist? Sorry, antagonist. Yeah, um, there is an overriding one. But again, I won't say anything about that because it would spoil it. To be honest, because but. but is it one that like appears throughout the game or just like, oh, he just randomly shows up and he's the main villain this whole time and you didn't know? I can't even say that because that, okay. to me, I feel that would be a spoiler because if I say Thanks. yes or no on that, it makes it, it, it is problematic because, yeah, I, well, you'd have to play it and you'd play it and you'd understand why. I think it is the you best tell thing. me if it's at least a type of mystery of about it or. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole there's. A conspiracy to everything. Let's put it that way. Okay. So yeah, there is, everything sort of ties in together, and fate does come into it. So you know, you are finding out why all of this is happening as it goes on. It's a, obviously not a murder mystery this time, and it's very much everything is themed around the Robin Hood esque nature of taking back and doling out justice against the the corrupt and the immoral of the world, and, and it's and also about a lot about social media in there. It's like there's a really good part of the game, which is um, you get between certain screens after a while where you a guy sets up a, a fan forum for the Phantom Thieves and you get like a, a public opinion meter come up in the corner that, uh, and it comes up with little random messages about, that people have typed online about your um, group and what they believe. And it's just like it's that kind of aggravating thing you get online where people go oh yeah these guys suck or like that they're, they're right or like oh no they're fake they don't exist and all this and it's, it's they're not farmers they can't review this <laughs> yeah i'm sure that's <laughs> this now, now since you beat the game neil yeah is there is there a new game plus in this one or do you have to start all the way over again um 
I'm trying to remember actually. <laughs> I, I kind of walked away at the after the credit points because I was like, I got to go and pick up my son. So, so, I, so I can't remember. Like, do you still do things after you finish the game in 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 your old save file, or do you have to start over? No, you have to start over. Okay. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, but knowledge, you know, uh, there, there's replay value there, definitely. There's, a, I I didn't meet like all the confidants and stuff and certainly didn't max out all the persona stuff and didn't do all the activities to the highest level and I, there, there's I heard you spend uh, a lot of time doing crosswords yeah I spent like hours doing crosswords in that game <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like in Persona 4 it is there is a type of new game plus where you can go in and like your max affinity with the people you've you know talked a lot with or hung out with that remains doesn't it from what I remember I said I haven't started a new game plus yet, so I don't know if it's there. So I'd have okay. to, I'd have to see on that one. I said right. it was trying, obviously because we were past embargo as it was. It was just like get it done, okay, done now. So that's fine. I'll get the review typed and go from there. Like uh, I think my main issue and what I can't wait to do is find out who's the best waifu. Uh, <laughs> I don't want spoilers well, uh, because well, everyone has their own favorite waifu. Oh, everyone, so. everyone will have their own favorites, but you know what? There's good options, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, more options than I'd say with four. Where, to well, be honest, four only really had one, in my opinion. And who is your opinion on uh, that one? Yukio. I can't say her name right. Y- Yukiko. Yeah. Yeah. No, for me it was Chi. It's yeah. like Chi was lovely. It's like Chi is one of my favorite characters in, in general. But it's like she was more, like she was more character. a friend character for my. For yeah, me. but I like. I like just everything about her as a character, yeah. which is weird because this time for me it was like the polar opposite in terms of it's like I didn't go for the tomboy one. It's more the oh, like, ah, you you'll know who the who I'm thinking of because it's the most prominent one in advertising. So, but uh, others also came through, but also in a friendly manner. There's very clear dynamics about who's more like family and who's more like. Yeah. romantic interests and like if you want it to be like uh, yeah There's some good interests in there and anyone else any other questions not really I want to make sure I don't spoil myself because it's I'm going to get on <laughs> Wednesday but yeah this, this is like shaving ice off the top of, it, of an iceberg here it's uh, very little it's uh, but yeah, just know that it is mechanically design you know visually it's a big step up from persona 4 yes it is very much more persona 4 but with new stuff in it it which is fine because persona 4 is a very good game it's just and while i understand some complaints about it you know obviously it's not a handheld version this time it's like yeah well it's you know vita died that's fair enough but uh i prefer I not see those complaints. <laughs> I don't agree with any of them. No, I, I mean, for me, it doesn't bother me because and I'm For those who are complaining, it's not a handheld game. <coughs> remote play. <coughs> yeah, that, to be fair, though, that's not something you could take everywhere if your internet is shit. It's, uh, yeah. There's a problem on that one, I agree. But for me, Vita always damaged my hands playing Persona 4. And it's like, to the point, it was like the last game I played on the Vita because I was like... Yeah, just yeah, that that's killed me. I don't think I could use the V again without having some sort of remorseful pain. Like 
yeah, it, I, it felt like it moved fast mover, knowing that I was in a comfortable environment and just playing it sat down and on a nice big screen. And with the design of it as well, over four, it's just, it deserves to be on a big screen just to see all the popping colors and details and stuff. I think that's something you've got to take into account as well. And so yeah, it's a lovely, a lovely, lovely game. And by Christ, I didn't think I'd like it as much as I do. It's like, I mean, I thought it'd be good, but criminy, it's like, I debated for a while because near the end, I think it was like the last 20 hours, there was a point where I was just thinking, I got stuck on something. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, like that. And in the end, it was my own stupidity, just not thinking something through properly. That's like straight away going, phew, for a minute there, I thought I'd have to go back down to 9.5. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, speaking of the link, though, like, how long did it take you to finish the main campaign? 93 hours for me. And I didn't do everything. Damn. Yeah. That's a long uh, time. Did it yeah. ever feel that it was too long? Like, was there a, a lot of points where there's just a lot of filler content that didn't really do anything, and you're just like, just get to the point? I think it's balanced better in terms of your dungeoneering and your everyday life stuff, especially because you aren't can't do dungeons in one go like you used to. And so it does force you to split it up a bit more and change up. And plus your day-to-day activities are nice and varied and there's lots to do. And so the more you get, the further you get into the game, the more stuff opens up. And so, yeah, it, it's not the slog that four felt at points. And yeah, it's obviously the beginning, but it's the slowest point in terms of like setting everything up. Because if you know Persona, that's slightly aggravating because it's like, yeah, I know all this. Can we get on with the thing? But of course, you need to know the story. So, but yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I, it, I could have gone much longer if I wanted, but it just yeah, time ended up be, being against me rather than the other way around. So yeah, I, I yeah, and I I said down the line I'm going to be playing it again because and doing it properly because I I've seen people say they finished it in eighty hour, eighty hours odd. So and that's that's the higher end of things. So and people who've played it for hundreds, you know, over one hundred and twenty. So it's going to be a, a chunky, chunky game. And at one point I thought, it's not going to be that long. And it's like that. I think that was the 50-hour mark. And it's like, and I realized 20 hours later, it's like, I'm not even near the end yet. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like this is still chapter one? <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, it's like I was getting close to the end and I'd seen, um, it was like, uh, as I said, the puzzle I got stuck on, I thankfully found someone had done a, uh, a guide for it because um, the Japanese version. It's like once I realised how stupid I'd been about the puzzle, it's like I noticed how many months were in the year of the, the game, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I haven't got long now. <laughs> so, it's like, but yeah, even then that stretched out for another twenty hours. So, is that so not long in in Persona terms? But, um, yeah. Anything else, or is that it? Bonds, anything from you? No, nothing for me. I don't. I don't want to ask something. I want to be surprised when I get it. Oh, definitely. I think the, the start start spoiling for you, buddy. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! You, you can never spoil nothing for me because I know eventually I'm still gonna get hyped when I, whenever I get it. Uh, yeah. it's not gonna be no time soon, but yeah, whenever I get, it, I'm still gonna be hyped. So yeah, I mean, I knew bare minimum coming into this, and I it was only like. 
playing it, I'd seen certain cutscenes and so I'm thinking, why does this look familiar? And I'd realised I'd seen bits through osmosis almost because you just see stuff shared around social media and that. And you're like, oh, okay. It's like, now I know that was in a trailer. And that's why I recognise that. It's a shame because the trailer, I think, goes a bit late game with some stuff. Um, and also certain review sites doing their video reviews and uh, the first thing they put up is like the final part of the game, which is like, yeah, oh. I told you not to watch. <laughs> yeah. I heard that was GameSpot, right? IGN. IGN, okay. IGN. Uh, I've tried to ignore all reviews except for yours, uh, which you can read <laughs> at PSU, PlayStation Universe. Yes, it's a long one. I think that was longer than my uh, Fallout 4 review. So it's, uh, And I d- it still didn't feel like enough words. But I thought, mm. if I go on, on any longer, people are going to be like, yeah, okay, we get it. You like the game. That's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah, if you... And it, just to add, if you've never played a Persona for uh, a game before, it's a great starting point because it's self-contained. You know, it has its little in-universe stuff from the other games, but it's tiny and to, and insignificant to anyone who's not interested. So, yeah, go for it. It's if you want a turn-based RPG with a nice modern twist to it and something a bit different, it's great, great stuff. It's like, and, I, and I'm still debating now. It's like, is it my favourite game this generation? It could well be. Um, right. Beyond that, then, um, we've played other games this week than that. Um, so that's why my last couple of weeks have been quite quiet, because, yeah, as you can understand, that takes up a bit of time. Um, Alfonso, as we haven't had much from you, you can um, tell us what you've been playing this week. Okay, um... Walking Dead season three um, for the New Frontier episode Ooh. three. Also me, I also. How did you find? Uh, it? I find it to be. Well, first of all, it took way too long to be released. I don't know from yeah. summer to now. But that's way too long for an episode yeah. to come out. Especially for what was like seventy minutes. It's like yeah, it's it just like. What? But <laughs> well, they all are. They're all about just over an hour now. And it's like. Yeah, I mean, it, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I just don't like. I don't know why when they stop doing that. Because don't they usually supposed to show you like the like a sneak peek after you finish the episode? And I didn't see that. Yeah, but I think the thing is with this especially because they they've done it in they did it in Batman, but here it's, yeah. because it's like because they're trying new things with like the cameras and the engines. So I think they've just not written the new episode yet, which. They did it with the first season of Walking Dead. It was like, here's what we've got. It's like, now you'll have to wait six months. To... <laughs> and it's like... The, the next episode's not even in development yet. And you're just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, and it... Coming it feels soon, like... Walking Dead, and there's this concept art. Yeah. <laughs> Stick figure they, um... drawings, because that's all they've done. Is it? And it does often feel like they've forgotten certain parts of their own story as well with that. It's like... But... And the, I don't know about you, but for me, the best part of this episode was uh, Clementine's f- flashback bits. That were, uh... Yeah, that was yeah, that was the best part. I mean, yeah. I I don't. I mean, I understand why they want to go a different route by using a different character, but I still felt they should have just made you play more as Clementine. I, I love her. She 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 she. Yeah. I mean, I love her. Not I love her even more based on what she's yeah. been through. And I like that they've added this yeah. mystery to her, you know, by this, you've not spent 
the last few years with her and she's could be a completely different person and they're sort of slowly unraveling that with these flashbacks about what kind of person she is now and it's like because obviously she's grown a bit more cynical and jaded by the world that she's in but at the same time Javier is a fine lead character I just think he's hamstrung by being put in very ordinary you know run of the mill apocalypse storyline bits and it's just like oh right so you you've got someone you used to know that you can't stand and you're going to have problems with them and oh look you're in a community where you don't trust people it's, it just gets a bit for any nice character in that they're going to struggle I think whereas Clem stuff felt a bit because it was short and sharp and to the point it felt more impactful Yeah, I agree. I can't wait um, for the saltiness when she dies at the end. Why would you say that? Why, why would you say that? <laughs> what if, it, as it's all flashbacks, what if she's dead already? There, there is a reason they're building up a new character instead of her. You know she's going to die. Maybe, okay, yeah, right, Gary, you're right, but I don't want to think about that, like, I just, I just you know what, forget it, I don't, I don't want to think about it. I, don't I, I was already upset when I found out that someone else from previous seasons was canonically dead now. And it was like, what? But that, that, no one, my game didn't tell me that. It was like, <laughs> it was like I was instantly thinking after was thinking, Christ, I want to go and go back and give the, <laughs> take a point off now. Like, uh, yeah, I think it'll, the season will get better. I just think it's that episode that's in the middle of everything. It's like, they can't do the impact of the first couple of episodes and they haven't got the finale stuff. So it's like, eh, it's there. It, it, it's padding with some nice bits in it. What else did you play though this week, uh, Alfonso? Uh, I got my Platinum and Lego Batman 3 again. Uh, <laughs> I played this jam, which I don't know why they're comparing it to Rocket League in a way, but it's, it's, so far it's actually it's, it's fun. Uh, and I'm enjoying that. Um, also played... Arcade game series Miss Pac-Man, which I did not know, known that I I I own. Come to find out that my girlfriend bought it and she hid it in my folder game, my my game folder. Yeah, with the rest of my games that I, I was scrolling through, um, like games that I stopped playing and want to go back, and then I see this and it's like, where did I get this? I was like, the only person I know that I like Miss Pac-Man is Shannon. So I called her and said, did you bought this game? It's like, oh, yeah, I bought it, but I never told you. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I ended up playing that. I mean, I was on a, I was on a good streak, but then... Oh, Gary. <laughs> those, 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 those little ghosts just messed me up. So I was like, you know what? She she could play. I'm not playing this no more. <laughs> um, that's it. I mean, I'm getting Gravity Rush 2 this week, so I know all my time's going to go into that. But besides that, that's it. Good fun. Let's crash it, Rush 2. I don't know if it's still there anymore, but Google Maps, if you go there, you can actually turn it into Pac-Man. <laughs> they did it yesterday for Balls, but it was there beforehand as well. You just put in your postcode, and then there's a little option underneath. Instead of Street View, Pac-Man View, and you play Pac-Man with your street. Mad. Though with Scarborough, it seems kind of broken, because, yeah... It just seems broken. It, it, you go down the bottom and then you'll be on like the top right of the screen, even though it's yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, was that that then, Alfonso? That was yeah. Cool. That's it. That's cool. 
Good little list. Um, ben, dare I ask? A uh, bit of Destiny. Oh, getting back. <laughs> I mean, I know we didn't said we didn't have anything else to talk about. But there's a reason because I am in charge this week. I don't want to talk about Destiny too. So <laughs> yeah, no worries. It's uh, fine. Yeah, because of the you know what is coming, and because of the event that's going on, I loaded up to try. Yeah, just have a go of it again. Um, and of course, Final Fantasy fourteen. Of course, the WWE advertised Final Fantasy. <laughs> With the Easter event on Tuesday, I, I can't wait. Uh, they're adding a new mount for the Easter event, and it's yeah. a giant Easter egg that shoots out uh, shoots out baby chocobo. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's amazing. That's cool. Um, yeah, so it's good that that's gone. Yeah, I can't believe that they. Supposedly, one of the wrestlers actually plays it, and that's what happened. That wouldn't surprise me because um, they have got a, a little gaming contingent in that group. I mean, you missed it last year, I imagine, with wrestling that uh, the New Day dressed up as Dragon Ball Z characters right. for their ring entrance gear. And uh, but he also came out of a giant box of cereal. So you know. oh yeah, um, I saw that. You did. I think yeah. I think we shared it with you because yeah. explicitly because of that. So yeah. it's like they're hosting. I, it. I don't know it's, who they were doing it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know what they'll dress up as this year. Is they're hosting well, I suppose it? Well, supposedly fancy characters. Oh, that would probably be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I, I don't know exactly, but I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm sure Xavier Woods won't be dressing up as a porn star, though. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I see it's uh, you can now play 35 hours, aren't you, of uh, Final Fantasy XIV? Oh, no, unlimited hours. Unlimited hours, sorry, level 35. That's yeah, level 35 is the limit. Uh, that right. is just after the tie-in fight in the main story. Um, also, the, it used to be a lot, lot, lot lower a level cap, but they re- increased it to thirty-five. So that when you get to, you basically you start with a class, and then when you get to thirty, you can upgrade to a job, and then you start getting different abilities based on that job. So they made it thirty-five, so you're able to test out the jobs if you want to. That's uh, cool. But you can change classes anytime you want, and you can have more than one at thirty-five. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but the three accounts is a lot more limited than the paid account. Well, yeah, but a, a way to a, a good amount of time yeah. to see if you like it or not, really. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Gary, what about you? If you're still here, uh unfortunately, I'm still here. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> we love having you here too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, no, I won't be. Well, here. Sorry. hates games, so yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's why he was asking lots of questions about Persona because he wants to find out how he hates it. Yeah, I already hate everything you said about that game. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I've been playing. Let's see, I played. I played the Final Fantasy 15 DLC, the episode Gladiolus. Um, the review should be posted now. It is, yeah, an hour ago as we Woo-hoo! speak. So go ahead and read that. Um, it's all right, isn't it? Apparently, just all right. It is. Uh, it's something I was hoping would be better, but it's ended up being what I expected it to be. I, um, once I saw the price of it individually, I realized it wasn't going to be anything special. Yeah, and it's sad because you know he's my favorite character, yeah. and he just got no love from in this DLC, in my opinion. Um, 
it really just doesn't do anything for the overall game. What were you going to ask, Ben? But I heard an old favorite character returns. Yes, Core. Oh. Is that not the character you're talking about? It's not his favorite. No, I was thinking of Greg. Oh, yes. Uh, He's in the trailer, so if you don't know... I'm sorry. If Gilgamesh is in in this DLC, he is the the person that Gladios is going to fight so he can become stronger to protect Noctis and them. So this DLC takes place at the time when Gladio leaves the party. For some um, real... Well, now we know, but for some reasons. Yeah, and then he comes back with a new scar, and everybody apparently cares about his new scar, which is the dumbest thing to care about. How did you get your new scar? Who gives a crap? You find out how he gets it, and it's the most anticlimactic thing. He got cut. So that means for Ignis' <laughs> one, we're going to go around seeing how he deals with blindness. <laughs> yeah, the screen is just black, and you gotta, <laughs> the controller vibrates when you're close to where you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it does change the combat mechanics. It does play more like an action game uh, for Gladio's sake. Uh, I think that's good. Um, it's a lot more straightforward. Uh, it also kind of hurts a little bit because he can't dodge like Noctis does, yeah. uh, teleporting, so he has to block with a shield. Um, he can roll like a traditional dodge in games, yeah. but the problem with it is Gladio is kind of slow when he attacks. Sometimes you have to wait for the whole animation to finish in the attack before he blocks an attack. So if you're doing like a swing attack with a sword and somebody's attacking you at the same time, you can't block it. You're just going to take the hit because the animation is still going. It's very irritating sometimes. That's a Jesus. Uh, So probably won't expect more out of the uh, remaining DLCs if this is the case then. It would be a I'm hoping that they do better uh, with the feedback from this one. This is only an hour and a half to get through. Um, it was even faster on the score attack. So when you beat it, you get score attack. So you can just breeze through uh, <laughs> the DLC. Uh, like There's no saving, no nothing. You get a set amount of health, and you just have to get through and defeat Gilgamesh at the end to see what your score is. Then you share it online with everybody else to see who the best one is. Um not too hard. It's actually a lot easier the second time through than it was the first time. Um, simply because uh, Gilgamesh himself, um, he looks like one of those uh, Persian assassins from Prince of Persia, the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he really looks like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's got one arm, so his whole Blade Master thing doesn't really work out here in a way. Um, they do explain why he's called the Blade Master. Uh, it's pretty cool. As you go through the DLC, you see a whole bunch of swords everywhere, and it's pretty much all the swords from the dead people who try to go in and challenge him that he's killed. It's, it actually looks pretty cool, um, even though it's a nasty, boring cave the entire time. Um, uh, you do get a really cool rendition of the Gilgamesh theme song, uh, which kind of fits the Final Fantasy music in a Final Fantasy fifteen music in a way. But the rest of the soundtrack is just god awful, and I wish I could play it in. <laughs> oh, that's not good, especially considering how good the soundtrack was for the main game. Yeah, you know what it's like. It's pretty much Dynasty Warriors. You know that rock and roll oh, music yeah. in mm-hmm. Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> that's what you get, but it's more heavy death metal than anything else. Uh, so, do you think it's worth five dollars? 
I think it is. Uh, it's I think it's very reasonably priced at five dollars. Uh, to be honest, uh, you get a cool move for Gladio that he can unlock in the Glaive, which is um, the the Blade Works, I think it's called. Where it, it's it's a move that um, Gilgamesh uses on you, and it's like impossible to block. So if you don't dodge it the first time he tries to do it on you, he's pretty much going to kill you in the in the one move. Um, <laughs> but you get that, so you can unlock it in 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 the skills later on. It makes him very overpowered, though. Um, and you can just really work somebody with that move. Um, but yeah, I think it's worth it. I mean, you get to learn more about Core, who lasted all but like five minutes in the final in, in the full game, and then he just disappeared, and you never know what happened to him. Um, I'm going go so to go here for some reasons. <laughs> yeah, you just but never just, hear. Yeah, which now I think about it, isn't it? It's like every one of them did that. Like, yeah, yeah that's been how I said everyone sort of already set up their kind of DLC. I knew it as I was playing through the game. Gladius, I've got to go because of reasons. Oh, look, I'm back now. And now I have a scar. Prompto got lost. Oh, no, I'm lost for some reasons. Oh, look, I found you guys again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so so you do learn a little bit more about Kor and his relationship with Gladio um, and Gladio's father, who I think is the only time he's mentioned is in this DLC. Um but yeah, like it's it's like it's okay. Um, Gladio, like the best thing about it is you'll find out how Gladio is going to play when when the final multiplayer DLC comes out. God, um, yeah, when will that happen at this rate? Then? Yeah, probably. DLC. <clears throat> yeah. Well, apparently it's the last DLC, the last yeah. paid DLC. Apparently, the multiplayer is going to be paid DLC, which I think is absolute bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but it's also in the season pass. So. Yeah, it is in the season patch. But yeah. sure, that's what, I know, sorry to interrupt, just another game that's obviously getting just uh, announced that it's having a, a co-op DLC is uh, Watch Dogs, isn't it? They're having a four-player for Watch Dogs 2. Really? Yeah. So, but again, very late after the game comes out. It's just like, I suppose this is Ubisoft. Maybe it's a model of more companies now to just do that. It's like, yeah, we'll forget about the multiplayer stuff now and then just add it in later to add longevity then when we know the game's all right on its own. Well, the screenings, their reason was the fact that they wanted to balance each character out first. Bef- yeah, we'll have it working. Yeah, by, by having huge plot holes equal yeah. to each other. But yeah. yeah. Anything else, Gary? Uh, yes, I finally can talk about Skyforge. Skyforge. Which is an MMO coming out on April 11th on the PS4. Um, a very different version of Skyforge than when I played it on the PC back when it first came out. They've completely changed everything about it. Um, it's it's a lot more streamlined now. It's a lot easier to get into. It's very basic. Uh, there's not a lot to really... like. I think a lot of hardcore MMO fans will not find enjoyment out of it in the way of crafting there's no crafting system there is no um hardcore gear and game gear that you can get um there's no leveling system everything is done by um your skills and it's mission-based structure that it has um so it plays more like an action game where okay i'm gonna go select this mission you go to the mission you complete it mission's over and you go to a new location and do the next mission um it plays more like that, and I actually think this MMO, this Skyforge, is the perfect MMO for action gamers um, who have always wanted to get into an MMO. It is free to play, 
Um, from what I've played so far, there really is no reason to buy anything with real money in the game because you can unlock everything fairly reasonably and very easy in the game. Um, mostly real money is going to be spent on cosmetic items or if you really want to, to buy some of the other classes in the game. But like I said, you can unlock them as you play through the campaign anyway. Um, which I haven't been able to do because some of it requires you to play with other people. And so far, I'm the only person in the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm doing something wrong here. I well, don't know. I don't know. I have, but there is a... <laughs> yeah, I know of a game that uh, is online that seems to have more people playing it. <laughs> That's a crime. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still an early access, so you can play it if you buy the early access packs, which... Aren't too expensive. I think they're like fifteen dollars for just the standard, and then thirty dollars, and I think seventy dollars for the super premium one. Uh, it's it's um, ten pounds in the UK for the basic one, but you get as much currency pretty much as if you'd purchased the currency just with the early access pack. Hmm. You get. Yeah. I was looking. You get about ten thousand currency. Uh, the eleven thousand currency is about seven pound ninety nine. So. You get pretty much you're just paying three pound for the early access. There you go. Hmm. Like there is a premium system in it, but it's not like a subscription premium. Um, the premium here, what it does is just allow you to um, get more credits and more um, knowledge, as they call it in this game, which is used to upgrade your character. Um, all that's all that premium does, and you can buy that with gems that you can get in a game, or you can buy those gems with in-game currency as well. And just, those don't last forever; they last from three days to 180 days, hmm. and, and it runs out, and then you can buy it again if you want to. You get um, seven days premium with the basic early access. Yeah, and and the premium stuff is good because it doubles everything that you earn. So if you're doing a mission that gives you, you know, 20,000 credits in the game, it's going to give you 40,000 instead. So it's kind of just like a boost to get money faster. And that's kind of the currency in the entire game is money buys everything. So if you have money, that's how you do everything in this game. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think people who like action games should give it a try because there aren't any complex systems here whatsoever. Um, it... it We'll see how long it lasts, though, because I know a lot of the player base dropped on the PC version. That's why they redesigned the game to be more like this. Before, it was more of a RPG, where, oh, yeah. I have this gear, I have to equip the armor piece, the lake piece, and it didn't really mesh very well from what I remember reading with the action combat that they wanted you to have, so they made it a lot more simpler this way. Hmm. Um, I wonder why so many MMOs are coming to PS4 now. Because we've got um, Terra. Yeah, that's cool. Um, is it Secret World coming to consoles as well now? Because it was Reset or is that something else? Is it coming to console? Did they announce it? I don't know. I thought, it, I thought that was the main reason for the server reset because they're redoing it all. Well, from what I said, they're redoing They're turning it into a free-to-play action game now on the yeah. PC called Secret World Legends. Oh, that was it, oh. yeah. Some yeah, but I'm hoping they announce it <laughs> for consoles. But still, yeah, with this and um, yeah, well, and, and Terra and 
And of course, the existing ones as well, like uh, Neverwinter. And it's, uh, I think it's because the um, you know, once one company mastered uh, mapping it to a controller, that was it. Others sort of like, oh, you can do that. Okay, that's fine. We'll do that. So, yeah, I think that's probably the main reason. The architecture is closer now to PCs and just makes sense to try it. Yeah, and quite honestly, it's untapped. Right? There isn't that one MMO like World of Warcraft that just destroyed every other MMO that tried to release around World of Warcraft. There isn't something like that on consoles, so I think everybody has a fair chance right now. That's it. Yeah, that's a very good point. You definitely get more because of that. It's uh, definitely an untapped market indeed. Yeah, yeah, we're talking I about console some... MMOs. Pharmacy 14 still wants to be on Xbox, but Microsoft won't give them permission to do what they want to do. Which is silly. It's, yeah. uh, there you go. Well, they said they want to do cross-platform play, but apparently not with Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, yeah, but you, your game has to be able to also have only Xbox servers. That's one of the limits. If you're going to cross-play, you also have to have dedicated Xbox servers as well as cross-play servers. So to have Pharmacy 14 on it, they'd have to have Pharmacy 14 just with Xbox players. As well as having the dedi- yeah, the cross-play yeah. servers. Hmm. So, but yeah, well, I shared some screenshots of Skyforge on my Twitter, so if you guys want to check out, it actually is a very pretty game. Very pretty game. I was just looking at that, it was, uh, yeah, don't look bad at all. Especially yeah. again, yeah. in relation to things I have played this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there in a second. <laughs> well, yeah, once it comes out, I do encourage people to try it out and see how they like it. It's free to play, so you can't really go wrong. Yeah. So. To try it out. It's a very long, big demo to go ahead and play. And join me and help me do these quests so I can unlock other classes. Don't worry, I'm probably going to get it next week. Woo-hoo! Yeah, it sounds very interesting. Yeah, well, it put me off in the way with the lack of armor and skills and leveling and crafting, and but I'll give it um, a try anyway. I know. Well, another cool thing about it is like you can switch classes whenever the hell you want. Um, so I can be in the middle of a fight, right? I finish the fight, and the next enemy is like ten feet away. I'm like. This guy was hard as a tank. I'm going to switch to a healer instead and just straight up switch right there on the spot and go in as a healer, which I think is awesome. You just yeah, straight up cool. change between four classes whenever the hell you want. Um, yeah, I wish I had all these other classes right now because I really want to play as my Berserker and a Necromancer. I'd like to play as a Necromancer. The Berserker is part of the expensive edition. Yeah, he's the he's one of the first classes you unlock outside of the three starter ones, which is the Paladin tank, the Lightbringer healer, and the Cryomancer DPS. Okay. Um, that and I want the gunner too. You do with the dual pistols, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Fair enough. Is that everything for you, Gary? Uh yeah, that is pretty much everything I've played out that's on PlayStation, yeah. Yeah, that's fine, because, uh, you know, we don't talk about other things here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Berserker's part of the 35.99 pack. Ah, cool. Which is 20% off as well. And Berserker was awesome in the PC version. He was straight up DPS. Oh, okay, just... you get the Gunner class in the Ultimate Edition, which is 44 
49 pound reduced from 61 <laughs> try one Oh, so the um, two classes I want are the ones that are to buy with the printing bag. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I'll quickly wrap up with the last couple of things I played um, that I can talk about, as usual. Um, but uh, talking of Final Fantasy, you know, you two have played different ones. I played the uh, the uh, free spin-off side-scrolling Golden Axe-style Final Fantasy 15 game. Oh, yeah. How was it? I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. It's all right. It's like the characters literally move like they're skating on ice, but uh, it's it's fun. It's all right for what it is. It is literally just like a, a golden axe reskin with with uh, you playing as King Regis. Uh, it's, yeah, my son thought it was amazing. So there you go. So, but you know, he's easily pleased. I heard but, it was very short though. Did you were you able to finish it? Yeah, it, it's it's basic. Yeah, when I say it's like golden axe, it, it's you could finish it as fast. So. It's uh, it's not much to it. it, it for what it is a free thing, it's it's nice. It's a a not so nice free thing. That I played. I played this literally only because uh, I, my esteemed colleague John Paul Jones uh, pointed me to the fact that it was on there this week and said this must be up your street because you like shite. Basically, <laughs> so it's, uh, <laughs> it's to clarify, I like to review shite, but uh, I don't like shite necessarily. Uh, APB Reloaded, a game that has been around forever, it seems, but for unfathomable reasons. God almighty. It's like Planet 2000 is not the game du jour this year, surely, after that, because bloody, it's just, the frame rate alone is terrible. I'm going to go download it now. Yeah, do. You just have to experience it. It's just god awful. Oh my god, it's only 10 gig. I can have that on my hard drive for now i think it's like 20 something once you get going but it's uh yeah it just looks worse than mid-level ps2 games did you know for the uh, an open world nature and there's no impact well, deep silver. they're so they're so good for their deep quality silver. of games deep they're silver. always top notch <laughs> the... <laughs> well you say that because i was just given a 10 out of 10 to a game that's uh Part of a subsidiary yeah, but of they Deep, published but, uh, it. Yeah, still, you know what I mean. They, occasionally they get lucky. So it's uh, they do have some decent middle of the road games, to be fair. Deep Silver, but and then Christ. you get Escape from Dead Island. Yeah, and this, which is just yeah, this is worse than that because you know oh Escape from Dead Island was just mechanically bad more than anything. At least it looked interesting-ish. They covered up the awful awful engine with some stylized graphic here it just looks rank looks rank plays rank there's no impact to bullet damage or anything like that cars crashing it's just so it it's like um you when you got those like second life knockoffs in the early 2000s like that it's like the chat rooms how about hotel yeah shit like that it is like that it is funky dunky I, I implore everyone to download it if you have an opinion about decent video games being shit because you only play seven out of ten upwards sort of games play this and get a bit of clarity in like because it's just beyond redemption i'm very tempted to review it just because i'm kind of jealous that our, our fellow colleague thomas Alston gave our lowest score to the troll and i uh one out of ten last week and 
This is going to get less than one. Oh my god, I, I can't wait for I, it to finish. I don't know. I, 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 it means I'd have to play it more. And given some of the stuff... Have, it has online, right? It's online, right? Yeah. It's an MMO, man. Yeah, it's an MMO. It's like... <laughs> I will play it with you then. <laughs> it's so sad because this is their second chance at the game. It, it feels, failed the first it feels time. like a 20th chance. <laughs> they, they, they failed first time, then they re-released it on PC. So this is like a third chance, is it, more than anything? Oh, no, 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 it was always on PC first. No, like, but they cancelled the PC version, like, four months after it came out, and then they re-released it as... APB Reloaded, which also was a, on the PC as a free-to-play game. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. finally made it to console now. The sad thing is it was better the first time around than it is this time. I, just, I, I remember. It must, it must have been right. It, Didn't they even sure have it, a lifetime subscription with the first one as well that you could spend real money on? Yeah, I think that was part of their problem. <laughs> one of the reasons they died on our ass the first. But now I think free is too much, to be honest. It's just, this is what you should you log in and you get five pounds. Thank you for think, playing our game for two hours. Here's some money back for wasting your time. It is. <laughs> I, I would almost incur that if you had it on Steam or something, that you should get a refund even though it's free. It's just <laughs> like, can I have my time back, please? That sort of thing. It's I'm baffled. I, there have been bad games anyway this year, as we said, but oh, just within the space of a week, you know, to be playing a 10 out of 10 game and then play that. You know the sad part, Oz? You can share this. You can send pictures on Twitter. You can tw- stream it on Twitch. You can make people see the fact that you're playing APB Reloaded. But you but can't, you can't share Persona 5. Which is criminal. <laughs> Absolutely criminal. Never have I wanted to, to screenshot and share a game so much. And it's just like that. Oh, just a quick aside on Persona. You can name your Phantom Thieves whatever you want because it shows up online. Because you can get help from other people's factions at certain points in battles later on. Like that. So my group was naturally called Roman Reigns. So every time it looked like you, we had to help Roman Reigns do this. Roman Reigns is doing this. Roman Reigns is doing that. It was glorious. And I, I really hope that someone out there who was reviewing the game and was like, got helped by Roman Reigns. It would have been great. Well, I'm probably going to name it after a free company on Five Fantasy. I'm in just like um, Holly did on PlayStation Access. <laughs> she named her, her her company after a free company on Pharmacy 14. By the way, I, I think I said this before, but I can't. I, I love the fact that the Bethsidia community manager, um, yeah, contacted me on Twitter and asked me how I take pictures on Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Felt good. At least you didn't ask you how you have games that don't glitch out. I suppose. <laughs> uh, well, it's Bethsidia. They don't know how to do that anyway. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, cool. So that's it. I as much I can't talk about the other stuff, or apart from the fact that one is a game I've played many years ago that's coming out again next week, and it's one of my favorite games ever, and it's still really good. It's like, oh my god, Samurai Jack's coming back. Not Samurai Jack. I mean, um, Afro Samurai. Afro no. Samurai. Samurai Jack was a decent game. <laughs> I I think it was. I can't remember now. Um. Right, I think that concludes the, that section. We've managed to actually milk that quite well, considering all we did was talk about games we played. That's, yeah, we've uh, already been over an hour. Yeah, so, and we are ooh, 15 minutes away from something you're kicking off, the kickoff show. So, 
And I still got to go to the shop. Um, last week, of course, we uh, did the prediction show, which Mike turned up for again. And despite Mike not turning up every week, he's uh, done, doing all right. Let's <laughs> put it that way. Um, we did Persona 5, as I said, and we guessed accordingly. Uh, ben? Yeah. Picked 99, I believe, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Again. And... <laughs> I mean, you would have won if this was Zelda. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. If there wasn't that seven out of ten, seven out of ten, and that eight point five, you might have won. <laughs> so, Damn so you, I, seven out of ten! How dare you be not that high? Uh, um, next down was Mike with ninety five, me with ninety three, Gary with ninety one, Alfonso with ninety. The final score on Metacritic is ninety four. So it means me and Mike are either side. So it's a uh, it's you, isn't yeah. it? Because you always go to the one that Browns. Nah, because nah, it's fair. We, we've both gone either side of it. So, yeah, half a point each for me and Mike now, yeah. which means Mike, despite, I think, only showing up for like two of these, has won both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually the current leader with two and a half points because he got the correct score on near. Um, so, yeah, just to uh, clarify, Ben... It's still not scored any points. <laughs> so, uh, so Gary is in next place from bottom with one point. Myself with one and a half. Alfonso with two. And Mike with two and a half on the review scores. To be fair, give it another week, and I think it'll drop down to 91. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Or it might get to 99. Yeah, I mean, this is it. We yeah, said I don't think scores ever go up on that. I've never seen a game go up on Metacritic after. Don't make me make loads of websites. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite pleased on um, Open Critic, so obviously not there's different critics on there and stuff. It's uh, it was at ninety three. I'm thinking I win with this, and I realised I actually upped the score when my review went through, so it went up to ninety four on there. <laughs> so, go back I and edit your score. My, I, I want to get a nine now. <laughs> no one said I'd consider that <laughs> I was like I could give it a lower score and win the contest that doesn't mean anything <laughs> so, um, this week we are going for ukulele because the embargo I believe is in this week yes two days from now um, the return to 3D platforming of yesteryear by Platonic former members of Rare uh, you may have heard good things and bad things. Mostly I was, bad. Well, I'm reluctant to say much. I'm reviewing this, so I obviously I can't really say much about this. But And I was thinking maybe I should just go by what my score ends up being as being my prediction. But at the same time, I'm not predicting my score. I'm predicting what other people will think of it. Um, so I won't go first, though, because that, that, that may influence everyone else. And that's... So you, you'd know what you think of it on this front. So Ben, the random got... generator that's been <laughs> so useful. <laughs> Tell it not to go over the ninety mark for once, because you're it not. It hasn't. Good. It hasn't. Seventy. Seventy. It's still way too high, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you hate A- games. Alfonso, what about you? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Gary. Two. I'm gonna go 65. Ooh, 65. Hmm. Hmm. This is tricky. Um. 
going to lowball Gary and go 62. Oh, damn. Twist. Twists. I don't know. I think I'm going to take it one way differently from others, and I might be in the minority, but we'll see. Uh, but according to certain people in other podcasts, maybe not. We should see, but we'll find out soon enough. So, so there you go. Just to recap, uh, me 62, Gary 65, Ben 70, Alfonso 75. Mike can't win this week, at least. So, you know, someone <laughs> can take, take. I'll pick Mike's score. Mike is guessing. 82. <laughs> 68. 68. You sort of win. No, Mike goes with 69. I'm trying, I'm trying to help Mike out here. <laughs> you want to help Mike out by picking him a score. <laughs> yeah. Why? She's going to win with that score, too. <laughs> I don't, no, he's not here. Like I said, he's already in the lead about being here every week. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking. I think he has literally just been here for two reviews so far, and he's won both of them. So, wait, if he's uh, been here for two reviews, how has he got two and a half? Ah, uh, because he got an absolutely correct prediction for Neo Automata. So oh, okay. that's, that's two pointer. If you get close, in the closest, you get one point. Okay, if two, say, if that two, didn't. <laughs> If two of you are close, then you share a point. Yeah, so then hence that. So, yeah, cool. I think that wraps up for that stuff this week. So it's uh, time for shout-outs very quickly, if we can. So, Ben, you have a lot on me. So yeah, I have a lot. Uh, shout Phoenix Down Radio, Klaus, Nightbringer, thanks for listening. Uh, shout-out to Evolve Mail, a.k.a. Summer's Rageborn. Uh, congratulations on your wedding on April 1st, mate. You're amazing. A shout-out to um, Maelstrom Radio. Go check them out, twitch.tv slash Maelstrom Radio. With Flatus and Shinta, I'll be on their show this Monday. Uh, and shout out to everyone on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Yeah, definitely. I, I will concur with that. Um, do you have any contact details more you want to put out? Uh, you can check. You can follow me on Twitter at Lava Scorpion. Praise Lava Scorpion. Yes. Praise Lava Scorpion. So we we were going to do an April Fool's joke thing that never got done, sadly. But uh, one of the things we had in it was um, a. Tr- taking the piss out of the PSN name thing, the thing that everyone wants to have like that. And we've said, yeah, Sony will implement that in the next update. And we chose a selection of 10 names and some very PSU centric names in there, Lava Scorpion amongst them. So it's there. Um, myself, uh, you can get me at Nesco N E W C K O on Twitter. And yeah, that's it really. And I'll shout to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and Gary, what about you? Uh, shout out to my friends. Um, thanks for uh, hanging out with me yesterday. Had quite a bit of fun. Um, uh, shout out to the fans and the listeners. Please continue to support us. Um, support us even more now because you might get a free game from Ben. Yep, if we reach 30,000 or 2 million... <laughs> Yeah, which we did very close this month. Yeah, 28,000. Yes. Probably in thanks to Ben not knowing that a C in brackets <laughs> doesn't mean C. Champ, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, here's the previous. Oh, like, holy shit, that's what it means. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, shout out to Fonz as well. Thanks for allowing me to call you Fonzie. I like this. <laughs> I hope you feel much better, man. I really do. Yeah, yeah, I feel better soon, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. And on to you, Fun. Uh, what do you got? Shout out to the listeners, to you guys. Like, I just love 
doing the podcast with you. Um, but particular shout out to Ben since he is the wrestling god. I'm looking forward to seeing you at tonight's WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting, of course. Um, we've all made our predictions for the main card tonight, so it's uh, going to be fun. Uh, just to, if anyone ha- wants to know how we're doing so far, I'm currently winning 3 2 after takeover so on this round. So, but only, still two. Still two, yeah. And uh, only 13 more to go and yeah. figure out what we've got to do. So we shall see. It was a good pay per view. Um, is that everyone? That is everyone, isn't it? Yes, so. Uh, we're done for this week. That was 161. 162 will more than likely be next week. Uh, that's how sequential numbers work. So, oh my God, I thought we were going to go to 163. Um, it. It, if I forget, then yeah, we probably will. Um, I might not be here next week because I might be away, but uh, which is a rarity, I know. Spoilers, spoilers. Ah, spoilers. The like parties are officially in Orlando today. Oh. Oh, snap. Uh, hang on, hang on. Wouldn't they be anyway? Because wasn't Ring of Honor show in Orlando. Did you just say yes. harpies are in? But what's happening is they're all, there's a WWE official vehicle outside of where they're staying at. Mm. Oh, snap. Who the Hardys bunking with? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, Jeff can stay in a top bunk without falling out of it? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be pretty cool if they randomly show up. I just I, don't see where they would show up at. Oh, the tag team match. So that, that's the thing. They reckon... Um, what do I call it? Gallows and Anderson will win, claim they're the best tag team ladder matches ever. Guess who comes out, sort of thing. Oh, yeah, uh, I wanted the little run, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's wrestling. <laughs> um we hope you have a good night and a good week, and we shall see you again next and week. One second, uh, I've, I've got a little rant I wanted to say before. Oh, go on, sorry. Uh, basically, I had internet issues earlier on today, so I reset my router. Well, I have a dynamic IP address to my router. Yeah, like yeah. pretty much everyone does, because nobody really sets a static IP. Uh, when I reset my router, I turned my PS4 on, I couldn't get logged on. Found out the IP that my router gave me was already a banned account, banned IP address. So I had to find a way to... Uh, you know, physically reset the router myself to change my IP so I could actually log into my account. <laughs> so yeah, if, if anyone has that, you, you, you're going to have to spend some time. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Because um, I am wrapping up the show because I'm default winner this week because Mike's not here. So I would do it in the style of Mike and say... Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and make sure you've got enough baby oil and a small enough posing pouch that you can fit at least $10 in. It's like, until next week, we'll see you.